Chapter Three of Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book Two by Francois Rabelais, translated by Sir Thomas Orcart of Cromarty and Peter Antony Moteux. Chapter Three of the grief wherewith Gargantua was moved at the decease of his wife Badebec. When Pantagruel was born, there was none more astonished and perplexed than was his father Gargantua, for of the one side seeing his wife Badebec dead, and on the other side his son Pantagruel born, so fair and so great, he knew not what to say nor what to do. And the doubt that troubled his brain was to know whether he should cry for the wife of his death or laugh for the joy of his son. He was indeed choked with sophistical arguments, for he framed them very well in modo et figura, but he could not resolve them, remaining pestered and entangled by this means, like a mouse caught in a trap or a kite snared in a gin. "'Shall I weep?' said he. "'Yes, for why? My so good wife is dead, who was the most this, the most that, that ever was in the world. Never shall I see her, never shall I recover such another. It is unto me an inestimable loss. Oh, my good God!' What had I done that thou shouldest thus punish me? Why didst thou not take me away before her, seeing for me to live without her is but to languish? Ah, Badebec, Badebec, my minion, my dear heart, my sugar, my sweeting, my honey, my little c— Yet it had in circumference full six acres, three rods, five poles, four yards, two foot, one inch and a half of good woodland measure. My tender Peggy, my codpiece darling, my bob and hit, my slipshoe lovey, never shall I see thee. Ah, poor Pantagruel, thou hast lost thy good mother, thy sweet nurse, thy well-beloved lady. O oh, false death, how injurious and despiteful hast thou been to me! How malicious and outrageous have I found thee in taking her from me, my well-beloved wife, to whom immortality did of right belong! With these words he did cry like a cow, but on a sudden fell a-laughing like a calf when Pantagruel came into his mind. Ha! my little son, said he, my childalolly, fedlifondi, dandlachucky, my balocky, my pretty rogue! Oh, how jolly thou art, and how much I am bound to my gracious God that hath been pleased to bestow on me a son so fair, so sprightful, so lively, so smiling, so pleasant and so gentle! Ho, 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 how glad I am! Let us drink, ho, and put away melancholy. Bring of the best, rinse the glasses, lay the cloth, drive out these dogs, blow this fire, light candles, shut that door there, cut this bread in sippets for brewis. Send away these poor folks in giving them what they ask. Hold my gown. I will strip myself into my doublet and querpo, to make the gossips merry and keep them company. As he spake this, he heard the litanies and the mementos of the priests that carried his wife to be buried, upon which he left the good purpose he was in, and was suddenly ravished another way, saying, Lord God, must I again contrist myself? This grieves me. I am no longer young. I grow old. The weather is dangerous. I may perhaps take an ague. Then shall I be foiled, if not quite undone. By the faith of a gentleman it were better to cry less and drink more. My wife is dead, well, by gee. Dudgerandy. I shall not raise her again by my crying. She is well. She is in paradise, at least, if she be no higher. She prayeth to God for us. She is happy. She is above the sense of our miseries, nor can our calamities reach her. What, though she be dead, must not we also die? The same debt which she hath paid hangs over our heads. Nature will require it of us, and we must all of us some day taste of the same sauce. Let her pass, then, and the Lord preserve the survivors, for I must now cast about how to get another wife. But I will tell you what you shall do, said he to the midwives, in France called wise women. 
Where be they, good folks? I cannot see them. Go you to my wife's interment, and I will the while rock my son, for I find myself somewhat altered and distempered, and should otherwise be in danger of falling sick. But drink one good draught first, you will be the better for it. And believe me, upon mine honour, they, at his request, went to her burial and funeral obsequies. In the meanwhile, poor Gargantua, staying at home, and willing to have somewhat in remembrance of her to be engraven upon her tomb, made this epitaph in the manner as followeth. Dead is the noble Badebec, who had a face like a Rebec, a Spanish body and a belly of Switzerland. She died, I tell ye, in childbirth. Pray to God that her he pardon wherein she did err. Here lies her body, which did live free from all vice, as I believe, and did decease at my bedside the year and day in which she died. End of chapter 3